Welcome in, guys. It is Super Bowl Eve. Uh, let me just double check my settings. Very irresponsible of me to do right as I hit record and live stream. But yeah, everything <laughs> is all good. We are here. Uh, we did this a couple years ago, and I said, why not? Let's do it all over again. Uh, hopefully it goes better this time. Um, uh, if you guys remember a couple of years ago, we did a Super Bowl Eve podcast. We had like 11 people on for that one. This one's not going to be as big. Uh, we may have some people come in. We have uh, some people that might uh, dip out a little early. I know it's uh, UFC fight night, pay-per-view fight night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely want to catch some of that. So um, champ, we'll, champ uh, fight. Yes, that is going to be a big fight later tonight. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. But uh, joining me, by the way, um, the way it looks on my screen might not be the same for those that are watching. So if I say your guys' names, just give a quick wave. Uh, Matt Sparks from Arrowhead First. He is here. Jake Kokoris, he is here. Uh, did some stuff with Arrowhead Addict and Sam Hayes from SI and PFF here as well. How are you guys all doing tonight? Wonderful. Yeah, feeling good. Getting ready. Yeah. yeah less than 24 hours. It's insane. I'm not as overconfident as I was two years ago. but Yeah, okay. Let's address this because we talked about this before we started recording because I was thinking about this leading up to tonight. Um, I remember. When we did this two years ago, we were like, offensive line. Who the fuck needs an offensive line when you got Patrick Mahomes, baby? Like, you don't need an offensive line. Uh, And and we all thought the Chiefs were just going to win and kick ass. It wasn't just us. The entire world thought that. Um, People wondered, like, how Andy Reid was going to be because of everything he was dealing with that week with his son. But we're just like, by the time the game starts, he'll be in game mode, right? Like, and none of that age, age 12. Not one bit. No. Yeah, I mean, coming off that Bengals win, though, like that that answered a lot of questions for me in terms of like we got that monkey off our back. So, so I that kind of calmed me down as a fan, um, being able to to kind of displace them. So, still pretty confident, but you know, you never know in this business. You never know. Yeah, that's see, that's my thing. That Bengals game right there. And I had Jason Dunn on the uh, live stream earlier this week, and I talked to him about this. I was like, dude, I still remember in 2003 when um, what's his face? Chad Johnson. He was like, yeah, we're going to we're guaranteeing like a win and everything against the Chiefs. And it's just whatever for whatever reason, the Bengals have always been a thorn in Kansas City side in the past. So, man, the way that that game all went down, I know people are like, oh, the refs um man the way that all unfolded uh in the end with chris jones getting that big probably the biggest sack of his life and the way the chiefs sky Moore unexpected big punt return patrick mahomes drawing the big penalty in the end and you get the field goal from butker who has had his struggles this year man the way you got that you avenged those three losses uh could not have been any better could not have been any better you could not write the script any better yeah, it was definitely the best uh, sack of Chris Jones's career. I don't know if it was the best play of Chris Jones' career in terms of like a, his uh, important play because he did make one in the Super Bowl. Um, he got a hit, a QB hit, as uh, as Garoppolo was throwing, and it was intercepted, I believe, by Bashad Breeland. Yes, against yeah. the Niners. So, so obviously that that one's uh, a little bit bigger just for being in the Super Bowl. But uh, hopefully, he can even top that with an actual sack, maybe fourth quarter, maybe final drive, something like that, and clinch a clinch the game. Yeah, 
question. Listen, I, I think he should have been the MVP of that Super Bowl because the way he was pressuring Garoppolo, as you mentioned, Sam, and the uh, what he he had like three batted passes too as the Chiefs were trying to surge. He, he did. He had yeah. several batted passes. He if did, you yeah. don't, if he doesn't do any of that, um, I don't think the Chiefs win that game. No way. No, I don't think so either. I think Mahomes deserved MVP still, but uh, I mean. Chris Jones was was so big in that game. Guys like Kendall Fuller were so big in that game. Even before the pick, he had the pick at the end of the game when the game was already over, but he was big all game long too. Breland, um, Clark had his moments for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, there's Kendall there Fuller plenty. too. Yeah. All those guys were, were very good in that game. I mentioned some people are going to be joining in and out. Melody McAllister is here with us. She was also on the last Super Bowl League podcast. I think everyone that's going to be on tonight was on the last Super Bowl League podcast we did. We're so this is, this is, yeah, we're all back. We're reuniting. Melody is all the, oh, Brett's coming in right now as well. Melody, you are um, all the way out in Alaska. How is the, uh, how is the Chiefs Kingdom pride in, in Alaska? You know, um, I'm always surprised. I see lots of Chiefs Kingdom everywhere I go, even in Alaska. So I always try to say hi to, I do the community whenever I see them. People think I'm weird though. Sometimes I'm like, "Hey, Chiefs Kingdom." <laughs> oh, Brett. Like, what? <laughs> okay, here's here's someone who is dedicated to this live stream tonight for Super Bowl Eve. We, we, you know, Brett, where are you right now? I don't I don't want to say the wrong restaurant. <laughs> um, well, no, I actually went to a different place. I'm at uh, a place called um, Gold Feather Birds and Beers, and they don't even have UFC here, so I'm streaming it from my iPad. Okay, oh. yeah, please, please do not show that because I do not want. Zucker, listen, Zuckerberg and I, we we've we've, um, we've mended fences over the Dana years. Dana White is going to get you. Yeah, Dana White. I, I don't want to get on. He's going to slap me. You know, uh, too oh. soon, too soon. Um, by the way, how stupid is that power slap shit? It's terrible. It's terrible. Like I've seen clips of this. I'm like, I can think of a hundred better things to do. Like I would rather listen to kids bop music than it's, listen to what makes this so bad is, is obviously like the things that make boxing and UFC great are that you can defend yourself. It's, it's just two competitors able to actually defend themselves at all times. And then there's a referee to stop it when they are no longer able to defend themselves properly. Whereas this there, every single point of contact, there's no defending yourself at all. Yeah. It's dumb. It's terrible. Um, um, I, I have zero interest in it. And this, this was from somebody who competed in combat sports in 1992. I think it's fucking stupid. It's I don't dumb. know how it's anybody could be interested in that. Sorry for the curse, but. Oh, I don't care. You you can it's curse. Stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> um, Brett, you're in uh, Texas. That's obviously you're in you're in the San Antonio area. Um, yep. I, obviously, like Lubbock, that area is like super duper Chiefs because of Mahomes. Uh, what's the uh, Chiefs contingency like in uh, in San Antonio? Um, you know, one thing that's cool about San Antonio is it's uh, it's a military town, so everybody's represented here. Probably the most. You know, obviously the Cowboys and Steelers. I mean, if you go look at the Facebook pages, they're the two largest, you know, followers anyways. But every team's represented here. I see literally everybody. Chiefs, when Mahomes came around, started to grow a little bit. Understandably, he's a Texas boy, you know, but I'll have people come up to me and be like, oh, man, I've become a mini Chiefs fan. I'm like, yeah, you don't remember the two and 14 seasons. That <laughs> I'm thinking, but 
I never actually went there because I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, I get it. You know, it inspires people and creates fans. But yeah, I mean, everybody's represented here. And today, uh, over the you know last few weeks, we got a lot of people approaching me about, you know, I'm rocking red and everything down here all week. You know, so I get a lot of people approaching me saying, man, I hope y'all, I hope. I hope y'all, and then I hope we pull it off. And like, I don't see you rocking no red, so I'm trying to work with it. You know what we mean, but no, it is pretty. It is pretty cool. The like the, the the last couple of years, uh, whenever you know I, I travel and whatnot, I'll always have Chiefs gear on me, and and you'll just at least once you come across someone that's a Chiefs fan, and you just hit it off. You you talk some shit about the Raiders and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, not to say these Chiefs fans. I I love the um the whole like notion of like oh Chiefs fans didn't exist before Patrick Mahomes. Like yeah, Ooh. how in the hell did we break the sound? Re- Brett made a meme about this that's gone viral, and I've shared it multiple times. How in the hell did we break the record for loudest stadium back when Mahomes was in high school? Like you explain that one to me. It's simple. The Patriots fans that were there in attendance were crying so loud over the beatdown that we gave them, it caused the record to be broken. <laughs> I was oh, still yes. like, I know we won the Super Bowl. We just won a huge AFC championship championship game. But that that Patriots regular season game is still like a top 10 Chiefs moment. For me. I, 100%. I agree. I agree. Thank you. Like, here's the thing. When there's a blowout on primetime, and I know Thursday Night Football got a lot of criticism for that. No one cares. But when someone elite like Tom Brady is getting his ass handed to him on national TV, people are going to watch all the way into the fourth quarter of that one. No one's turning their TVs off and going to bed early. People want to enjoy every single second of that. If I remember right, was the sound record broken when uh, Hussein Abdullah had the pick six? I think so, Uh so. It and, was like it was like really was, really early if, in the game. If if it was on the Hussein was, Abdullah pick six, I think that was in the fourth quarter when we were already up like three scores. Like oh that was, no, it very, was. It, I'm very it sure it was in the first half. or second quarter. Yeah, it yeah, was in the it first, was the first half. Or second quarter. No, oh, 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 let me. They, it might not have been the Abdullah pick six. Then it might have been something else. Here's what's weird. I think they might have even packed up shot by that time because I mean the beatdown was so bad. Even Belichick told them just to, just to try to play. <laughs> Forget about winning at halftime. I mean, it was it was stupid that night. Nobody would have beat us that night with that oh, with no. that little of the crowd. It was just absurd. And they and and it was that way with uh, Burrow. <laughs> the crowd was. I wish Guinness was there at the beginning of that game. Burrow, they yes. had Burrow like, you know, it was just so loud. By the yeah. third, by the third quarter. Oh, no! I think you can go that way. That way. So, hey, I, who are you I, talking hey, to? Sorry, I, I'm in the mall. I'm in the mall. I just had to oh. I was shopping. I just want to say, guys, I was in San Antonio for the AFC championship in San Antonio, Brett. I didn't even realize you were there. And it was amazing. We were at a bar and there it was only Chiefs Kingdom. It was awesome. Were you at Pizza Italia or McDuffie's? Uh, no, no, no. It was actually McFinnegan's. McFinnegan's. Sorry. Okay. See, yeah, yeah. The other one that the one I go to is Pizza Italia because I live about 10 minutes away from it. So. Darn, that's too bad. I might have thought you that. I know, man. I, I it was go, awesome. I go live frequently with the meme page at that, uh, you know, whatever it's hype, you know. It's awesome. That's awesome. How's how's McFinnigan's? It was great. It was so fun. I mean, and here I, I never get to watch Chiefs games with anybody that loves the Chiefs. And so I travel a lot and I actually got to be with an entire bar full of people that love the Chiefs. A lot of great shots. Farzine, you might have seen it on my socials. I don't know. Yeah, I saw it a little bit. Right on. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. 
Did anyone? Uh, I wish I would have known you were there. Uh, I just got a message well, from Mark. He's not going to be able to make I'll, it, so it's just going to be the six of us tonight. Um, uh, what's the bummer? Uh, what's that? I was going to ask if anyone else went to the FC. No, no, it is it is just this, it is uh, the um, the Sweet Six, the Sweet Six here on the on the podcast tonight. Well, I, I I was asking if anyone went to the AFC Championship game. Uh, I, I did not. Did anyone? Uh, I did. No. They're in spirit. Okay, I got a question. Yeah, I, I know I, I know people are there are people out there that are like keeping a very close eye on Super Bowl tickets. I think they've dropped to like below three grand. I think for most of the last two weeks they've been about around. 4,000 closer to 5,000. Look, let me just say this. If you are willing to spend your hard-earned money on the Super Bowl, good on you. Like you do what you want with your money as long as you're not like hurting anyone in the process. I don't care. It's your money, not mine. Me personally, and I remember this was brought up when the Royals had their um hot run in 2014. Dude, tickets were like going for tens of thousands of dollars because it was like that doesn't happen in kansas city um to me it's like look one night uh, don't get me wrong i'm sure there are a lot of great memories made but i could never see myself forking over that much money for Mm -hmm. one night because listen in the event they lose it's like well shit i just spent all that money on (laughs) disappointment yeah I wouldn't do that even if it involved sex. So, I mean, three thousand. <laughs> well, uh, Matt, what'd you say? I, I'm seeing twenty nine thirteen. Is what I'm saying. Twenty nine thirteen. Yeah. Deepest what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, it's like to me, you know. I would uh, do it if I could. Let's also make that the score. Okay. Someone totally in the comments. Okay, someone yeah. in the comments says you won't pay that much, but you spend that much money on your man cave. Okay. First of all, <laughs> that is that is one. I just asked. said this That's one night one versus night. something that is permanent <laughs> here. By the way, I get um. I've been like going viral on uh, Instagram and TikTok, almost like six million views total. Dude, uh, so I appreciate dude, everyone that's been sharing you went it. Viral um, on ESPN. Don't you know? Don't don't fool yourself. You went viral on ESPN. Yeah, ESPN shared it. A few other places. Wow. Shared it. Um, yeah. people were like, it, it, it's funny. Like people are commenting. They're like, oh, I think he's a Chiefs fan. It's like okay. <laughs> That's funny, like, the first two times after that, it's, like, the same joke. By like, It's either, oh, he's a Chiefs fan, and the other joke is, oh, this must be a gay bar. It's like, (laughs) listen, buddy, just because your dad comes here doesn't make it a gay bar, okay? Don't get all worked up over it. Um, But listen, forget about me going viral. Melody's, how old is your son? He is five. Oh, I thought it was younger. My youngest is five. Well, he his videos are younger, but yes. And in the videos, it could be two or three. Oh, okay. Well, Melody has been posting all these videos on TikTok. I didn't realize this until you texted me this morning. Um, your son has like 50 million views on TikTok and you have yes. your view, your followers just went up. He's just singing and dancing. It's actually really adorable. You guys should check it out. There's actually one where he's talking about fingers and yes. he's like talking about the index finger and then the middle finger and is just doing this to everybody it's daddy finger it's daddy it's finger daddy finger daddy. yes that is daddy the daddy finger, finger. and <laughs> it's actually really funny like it doesn't surprise me that you're 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 i don't know if you're you're probably not making money on this now but you will soon if you keep doing what you're doing you're five-year-old you have five kids he's gonna pay right. for everyone's college I hope so. Access Hollywood is called. I mean, I think it's Access Hollywood. You never know if they're scamming or whatever. Oh, they're the yeah. only. They're the only ones that I've given like permission to use one time. So we'll see. 
But I, I, mean, uh, I, I don't know how to make money on TikTok. Yeah, going to make I, a big time show, maybe. And get invited research. to a talk show. Hey, we're pretty funny. Our family's pretty hilarious, to be honest. I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this, but if this gets me in trouble, oh, well. But someone from like reality TV casting contacted me. They're like, this person works on like Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race. Um, shows that I wanted to do back in college, but not now. Um, they're like, yeah, uh, we are doing a show on super fans. And uh, we saw your fan cave. We want you to apply. And I'm reading like the description and everything. It's like, oh, we're going to film for 12 to 24 days. I'm like, look. I don't want a goddamn camera following me for a week and a half to two weeks. No, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Like, unless you're paying really, really good money. Yeah. That, sound, that sure. doesn't sound that good. Uh, I, I would do it. That'd be fun as hell. I would do it for money. It, 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 depends on, it depends on the context, I guess. If, I, if it's like... I, I would probably do it for free just because it'd be fun. I'm entertaining stuff in front of the camera. Matt, I mean, you guys saw me on the, you know... Matt, I, I didn't catch what you said. What'd you say? I said that's where them Super Bowl tickets gonna come from. That's where you're gonna get that oh. spare three grand. Like, yes. Yeah. That's right. Uh, well, listen, this is not even like they're still <laughs> pitching the show to network. So I I'm not I'm not even like I don't even know what I'm signing up for. If I winner for best up. super fan gets Super Bowl tickets. There you go. Best super Bowl tickets. Um, how are we feeling hey, about just, tomorrow night? Just do it. Oh man, I'm gonna be in Chicago and I am so no, I, I'm thinking about like you know, flying to Kansas City. Is it getting loud? You can mute me if it's getting loud. No, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be so close to Kansas City for the first time and I don't know how long that I'm just tempted to fly right there uh, for the parade because I know we're going to I know we're going to clench it. I'm I'm very hopeful and and very confident. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Um to me it's like listen, the last time they played uh they did not have a stable offensive line. Um, I mean, listen, here's my thing. I think as long as Mahomes has a stable offensive line, now, obviously, you prefer to have Kelsey and Juju and all these guys, but as long as he has the protection, I think he will do fine. But mm-hmm. I think this is a game where the Chiefs are going to run more than a lot of people expect. Because I don't know, Andy Reid made, like, some comment about how, like, the Super Bowl MVP is going to be, like, someone on her all and I, basically, they're like I think it'd be a receiver. I don't think it'll be like a Pacheco. I think it might be like someone interesting. If you're uh, looking for, if if we're not actually talking Super Bowl MVP, but like someone who's like unexpected to have a big performance, I want to see Sky Moore. I've been tweeting about Sky Moore needs yeah, to be the guy to be established. Sky Moore has had a couple very good games. Hasn't been used much in others. He's been effective when on the field. Sky Moore needs a big role in this game in my opinion him and justin watson their um average uh per reception average yards per reception is actually pretty solid like those are those have been some good depth guys if they get involved more yeah that could get watson very just interesting has drops i don't want watson yeah. as much i don't like the drops. what i like is that we haven't even needed to play Jarek mckinnon to be able to beat those two teams I'm waiting to see Derek McKinnon show up like he did during the regular season. Yeah, his touchdowns. His touchdowns are so big. Derek McKinnon is our Damian Williams. Damian Williams was dynamite for us in the postseason throughout the entire postseason. Because if Mahomes didn't have somebody open, boom, Damian Williams did it. He made moves. Derek McKinnon is that guy. This I, is a, I like Jared. That's a blocker too. Um, we saw what what Reed, what Andy Reid schemed around with uh, stopping Nick Bosa when we played uh, the Niners early, earlier this year. So 
like even though the Eagles D line is amazing, probably best in the league. I think that I trust Andy Reid to be able to cook something up, moving Tony, kind of tricking, tricking the pass rushers, kind of making them move one way, kind of playing mental warfare. So I'm not like too worried about the mismatch about on D line and our O line. Cause I think like, like you said, far as I'm not either solid. I mean, it's good. It's a good O line. Um, I'm not too worried there. I I think we'll be fine in the trenches. Anyone who thinks we're going to get dominated in the trenches has another thing coming. Right. We've had a top 10 pass rush most of the season and it's gotten a lot better. Even since then, we're, we're probably top five to three pass rush over the last five, six, seven weeks. And then the interior offensive line is obviously as good as any in football. I'd say it's better than the Eagles and the Eagles is probably second best interior line. It's just tackles are a little shaky. Wiley in particular, Orlando has been a lot better recently, but um, yeah, I think we'll do just fine in the trenches. Philly's I, I, very good there, but we're, we're not that far off. I want to address right. something uh, because Sean in the comments said something interesting. He said that the Eagles had the easy, I thought it was the easiest, but he's saying second easiest. Schedule. Regardless, it, it was a very easy schedule this year. Here, Here's my thing. And listen, I've seen some people on the internet say, oh, the, the uh, Eagles dominated the 49ers and the Chiefs barely beat the Bengals. Um, if you're going to base off of co- championship Sunday, I, I mean, you're in for a for a long night because the, the 49ers didn't have a quarterback for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Did it like Brock Purdy came back in and was just handing the ball off. He couldn't even throw. He, he tore his um, UCLO, right? Yeah, he tore his UCLO. UCLO. I think he just had oh, surgery yeah. not too long ago. I don't know when. Um, but, uh, here's my thing. I don't like discrediting teams for an easy schedule. You can only play who's on your schedule. I hated it in 2013 during that nine and zero start. People were like, Oh, well the chiefs have an easy schedule. Yeah. But th- these are all like the same teams that the chiefs got their asses kicked by and people still did not expect the chiefs to beat these teams. So to me, it's like, if you are in the Super Bowl. You 100% earned it. Okay. Yes. I don't know if I'm for sure. I don't know if I'm looking at uh, uh, strength of schedule anymore in February of all months. The, right. o- the only way I'd say it's different is if that conference is just completely weak across the board. If they are legit the only half decent team in that conference, and I don't think the Eagles were, I think the NFC had plenty of good teams. I agree for sure. Uh, I thought the Vikings. You know, uh, I thought I, they were my NFC pick. I think the Giants defensively were great. Daniel Jones showed up a little bit in the, not, not a little bit, a, a lot in that Vikings game. Credit to Brian um, Dable in that game. Who was the number two? Oh, the 49ers, which, you know, yeah. they had the injuries. I mean, it's not all impressive, but again, I'm not going to take credit from them either. My, my, my whole they point is. Had an easy schedule to finish the, out. They weren't playing people that had like winning records. Yeah. Until the, the way the Cowboys beat out. down on the, on the Bucks. Oh, yeah. Cowboys destroyed the yeah. Bucks. They're good. Yeah. And that's a really good defensive team, too. I know people talk about Brady's downfall and all that, which, you know, yeah. it's true, but that Bucks defense is no joke either. Or the Dallas defense, yeah. Matt, how are you feeling yeah, about had... Oh, go ahead, Brett. Oh, I was I was all over um, the, the Eagles and the Chiefs probably about week eight. I'm like, that's a Super Bowl match that's going to come up. Then when the Bengals got healthy with uh, Jamar Chase, I was, uh, you know, I mean, if y'all follow my page, I was, I, I posted this, and I think the Bengals going to win the Super Bowl. I really felt like we were still in a little bit of a rebuilding phase, and that we'd still be strong, but not the team 
and I thought next season would be the be our year. Um, regardless, Bengals, Chiefs, I wasn't concerned. Who whoever won that is going to beat the Eagles. The Eagles are yeah. not a concern at all. Not even a little bit. I got uh, no, no, no disrespect to them. They played. They played nobody like the Chiefs this season. Not Matt, even close. Matt, how do you feel about tomorrow night? And then uh, Melly, I'll go to you since you were trying to say something. So I mean, you know, as a Chiefs fan, I always get worried about really balanced teams, right? And uh, the Eagles are a roster <laughs> that's really balanced all the way across the board. But then I think about it, and I'm like, you know, the Chiefs aren't the top heavy team they've been in the past, right? The yeah. Chiefs aren't just like one or two stars and then they drop off anymore. And so, you know, I think I think they have the depth to hang with a team like the Eagles. And, of course, I think they have the superior coach. They definitely have the superior quarterback. So I think the Chiefs got it. But, of course, I was really confident about, confident about the Bucks game, too. So what does I know? See, people are call, they're, they're saying the Eagles are the best team, but the Chiefs might have the two best players in mm-hmm. Mahomes and Kelsey. And I think that's what some people are kind of struggling with when they try to make their predictions for this game. Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing that I love about this the most is how much everybody's counting this out. I'm sitting here watching. I never watch TV ever unless it's a sports event. Period. I don't watch commentators. I don't give a fuck what any of those guys think. I don't care what any of those people think. <laughs> and so I'm um, I'm at the laundromat earlier, and uh, the the lady that's there is the Chiefs fan, the, the one who's running it. And she's got ESPN on. She's cranking it up. I'm just sitting here watching this going. God, every one of you idiots is saying the same shit that y'all said about the AFC West yeah. and where we were going to end up. And I'm like, haven't y'all learned yet? <laughs> so I'm loving the fact that everybody is very vocal counting us out. <laughs> I guarantee the players see it. Melody, what were you going to say? Yeah, I just feel like every time all these serious games, you know, they always start out where they're in their own heads. And I always am just like, like praying, like, just get out of your head, because I feel like that's always where, like, we're, we're starting our games and then we have to pull out of that. And I, I, I just feel like we're totally going to take it tomorrow, but we're going to be like fighting every inch of the way. Like we might just win by three points. It might be that, but we're going to get it. But I can see them always getting in there. Getting out of their heads is always the big thing that I feel like they have to do. It's, it's always three points. <laughs> yeah. Three. There's, I'm okay with that three points yeah. if it's if it's our yeah. three points. Wins a win. <laughs> I just would take it a little easier on the blood pressure. Yeah, I feel like the Eagles are the ones that are kind of facing more of the mental barrier right out the gate because we have we, we obviously have a really young team, but like Jalen Hurts is new to this. Sirianni's new to this. I think the mental hiccups are going to be more present early with the Eagles as opposed to mm-hmm. oh, just kind of got that burrow monkey off his back and has won a Super Bowl has you know, obviously played in a rough one a couple of years ago. See, um, yeah, that's that's what a lot of people said last year, Jake, about last year's Super Bowl is, is that, you know, even though Matthew Stafford had not been there before, Sean McVay has. Um, some of those defensive players on the on the Rams uh, have been there before, whereas the Bengals. They were all really new uh, in that moment. Uh, and by the way, uh, Carlos Stel- wasn't Carlos Dunlap on the Bengals last year? Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was Seahawks. For some reason, I thought it was the Bengals. But anyway, my point was you know, he has enough experience, um, not maybe not Super Bowl experience, but enough to the point where, you know, uh, he's going to be part of that defensive line that a lot of people don't mention his name uh, with that uh, position group there. But overall, like, I, I-, I feel pretty good. Um, 
you, you got both of these defense. I'd say both of these defenses have good uh, experience in this type of like level. I I don't think much of the secondary for the Eagles has much like Super Bowl deep playoff experience, but the D line certainly does. Graham and Cox and Hargrave they've been in these types of places before, and that is yeah. the strength of the Eagles defense. Here's so my thing. Either- with- Okay. With the oh no, I was just gonna say like I'm really curious to know is there like an over under prop bet on sacks co- total sacks from both teams combined? I'm not sure. I would be very there, curious there if it's double digit. There definitely is, but it, there's no way it's double digits. I'd okay. I'd say the over under should be like six point five. Oh, I would a hundred percent take the over on that one. I I I'd take the under. Yeah. The thing is, I think the I Eagles could get some good pressure on Mahomes, but I think Mahomes is going to do a good job avoiding sacks. I really do. I think Mahomes will get sacked once or twice all night. By the way, I go for yeah. twice for sure. Uh, Patrick, yeah, I think the Chiefs will have a better opportunity getting it uh, hurts. Um, mm-hmm. Just just because we, we finally got Frank Clark healthy. I mean, we've never seen him healthy. Yeah. He is. God, he's a monster now. He's playing well now. It's wonderful. I I want to talk about this for a second. I said all year long, Mahomes is going to win the MVP, and a lot of haters did not want to believe me, and those are the same people that are nowhere to be found. Um, You were calling it like week three, I think. Oh, I was calling it it in preseason. But here's my point. Josh, listen, I know know he got 48 votes. That's great. Jalen Hurts, okay, whatever. He got one vote. Who the hell voted for Josh Allen? Like, I, I saw guy, he led the NFL in turnovers, and someone voted for him. Yeah, <laughs> I I think Allen was the Dak or Carr. Yeah, I, 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 are you sure it wasn't Dak or Carr? Oh, leading turnovers, leading in turnovers. Oh, 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 yeah, oh I, get turnovers. It, I get it. I get it. I get it. No, no, I'm it was sure Dak, Dak no, was I tied with Allen for picks, and I think Allen might have had more fumbles. Yeah, we're talking total turnovers, uh, fumbles, and interceptions. Okay, my, yeah, my mistake. Okay, I was no, scared. you're good, you're good. Um, <laughs> what were we gonna say, Sam? I think personally, Allen was despite the turnovers and all that, I still think Allen had a very good year, and I would have ranked him QB three, I would have had Burrow number two and Hertz number four. Uh, I think it's I think it's a shame that Burrow didn't get any, any MVP votes. I think I 100 percent agree. Yeah, he deserved w- w- more votes than the two that did. But I also think that yeah. Mahomes deserved to be unanimous MVP. I'm fine yeah. with someone else getting a vote, but there's other guys who have won unanimous MVP before who I think were less obvious unanimous MVPs than Mahomes was this year. Um, Lamar Jackson was a recent example. I yeah. I think Lamar's unanimous MVP was fine. And I think he definitely deserved MVP, but I think Mahomes is a more clear MVP this year than Lamar was any one. Uh, Matt, what do you think? I just, I mean, you know, it it doesn't matter too much to me. I was, I was uh, quoting earlier. I was like, you know, judging by the Kurt Warner standard, if Mahomes retired today, even without winning this Super Bowl, he would already be in the Hall of Fame by the Kurt Warner standard because yeah. he's accomplished pretty much everything Kurt Warner has in his career. And with like, I don't know, probably about six more games, he'll pass him up in regular season touchdowns. And with another good season and a half, he'll pass him up in yards. And so, you know, to me, the MVP doesn't matter too much. I do I do want to like throw out here that I did call that Geno Smith comeback, like almost Ooh. stat for stat. At oh, the nice. Yeah. 
So I was like, if Gino comes out and has like 33 total touchdowns to like 10 interceptions, like what are we going to do with ourselves? And then that's an extremely impressive call this year, man. That's a great call. Gino was good. Gino was was really good. Yeah, he was phenomenal this season. He he he, he yeah. wasn't in consideration in the end, but he was in the conversation for. He had for some fourth of the most passing touchdowns this year. Geno Smith, that's crazy. Geno Smith. Wow, I didn't it's know that. Once almost a chief at one point. It was either going to yeah. be him or they, Alex Smith. They, well, they, they they Super Bowls, they, they, taken him Thank God they stay into Seattle and sent Russell Wilson to us. Now they added Sean Payton. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Denver Broncos are back, you guys. Chiefs are done. Just remember this. Wait until they draft a few bums, and now they're going to beat us. And the AFC West is done. Look, I I will say this. I think they have a chance (laughs) to improve with Sean Payton. Like him, he's already like saying, no, Russell Wilson's not allowed to bring, you know, whatever – that personal coach or whatever. More accountability. Yeah, he's already, like, changing the tone there. Um, But still, like, you have Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert to worry about still. Mm -hmm. Um, There's still some things you got to – they've got ways to go, especially on offense. Yeah, Uh, Melody, I think she had to dip out. Um, Didn't get a chance to get her uh, score prediction. I I don't really have a whole lot more to say. Um, so I do want to get into a uh, score prediction and MVP. I'm going to go first here. Um, I think, I think the chiefs are going to try to do whatever they can to, to catch the Eagles off guard. And I think they're going to try to run a bit more um, than people expect. I'm expecting a big game from Isaiah Pacheco uh, on the ground. I'm going to go 41, 31, Kansas city. I've got Isaiah Pacheco as my MVP. Sam, I'll go to you. Uh, what's your score and uh, who's your MVP? Mercy, that's a lot of points. Oh, man, 41 31. Um, I'm going to go 30 to 27 Chiefs in overtime. Oh. I'm going to have it go 24 24 at the end of regulation. I'm going to have the Eagles get the ball to start overtime and kick a field goal, stopped on fourth down. And then the Chiefs get a game-winning, walk-off, Super Bowl-winning, overtime-winning, touchdown, run-in by Patrick Mahomes from about seven yards out. And then Patrick Mahomes will win Super Bowl MVP. You have like this – do you have the script? Game specific. Yeah, that is hey, very specific. I, I, I I already, I've already had this in my head. I've run it through. It, it's going to happen. Uh, okay. They they made the new overtime rules for a reason. Both teams do get the ball. But even then, I guess previous overtime rules, it would have still been like that where a field goal doesn't end the game. But regardless, we, we haven't had an overtime in this playoffs. We need to okay. get one. We need to get one. It's got to yeah, be only, only once in Super Bowl history, and that was the big comeback uh, by Brady Patriots and the and Patriots. Yeah. Uh, Jake, uh, what's your score in MVP? All right, give me give me 27-21 Chiefs. Um, I think that the Chiefs start out really hot. Uh, Eagles are kind of nervy early. They settle down. Eagles kind of mount a comeback in the second half, and – they're driving to what did I say? 27-21. Okay, so th- so they're they're driving to tie or take the lead, and Trent McDuffie 
tips that ball out of Devontae Smith's hands. Ball game, Super Bowl ring number two, legacy. All right. Uh, Matt? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Who's your MVP? Oh, right. Uh, Pat Mahomes, man. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt, go ahead. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm sorry. Sam, did you give an MVP? Yeah, Mahomes. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Matt. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the Mahomes train on MVP because that just that one seems too easy. So I'm gonna go 24-20 Chiefs, right? And we're gonna get into some bold predictions here. I'm predicting Marquez Valdez Scantling and Justin Watson both go for over a hundred yards, right? Oh. <laughs> I thought this, those were co MVPs. Oh my god! No, 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 no. This stays a relatively low scoring game. I'm predicting a Noah Gray TD. I'm predicting mm-hmm. a Justin Watson TV and a TD and a Brian Cook interception, but ultimately we're going to have a Justin Watson Super Bowl MVP because I've been stumping for this man to come to the Chiefs for two freaking years, and he finally gets here and then only gets 250 damn yards on the whole season and a couple of touchdowns because I've been saying for two years if the Chiefs brought this man, he was going to do is, great. He was gonna uh, do is Justin great. Watson your David Tyree? Justin Justin Watson is like, because I'm always like, man, if we can't find a decent depth receiver, that's just a hell of a receiver, right? Let's get a guy who's big and fast. And Justin Watson has always been that guy for me for like two or three years. And so he is going to catch a touchdown and become the MVP of this damn Super Bowl. All right. Farzan, even, even David. Wait, wait, wait. How do you you, you say my name, Sam? Far, do I? Oh gosh, do I have to say it a different Dude, way? Let me let me point this out. That's two of y'all that called him Farzin instead of Farzine. Oh, Farzine. Oh, Farzine. who's the other person? Farzine. I don't. I, I'm. I am not calling out anybody. Okay. <laughs> I said, I said, somebody I else. Fair enough. You don't know any watch your own video. Like, what's up, Farzin? Watch your own video. You know, what's funny? people on my like I was saying though, even even, even David Tyree didn't win Super Bowl MVP though. No, he didn't. Is Justin Watson going to do anything? superior to what david tyree did man it's just he's gonna pop off the screen it's gonna be the eye test all right you're gonna use that eye test man uh brett uh what's your score in mvp uh well i mean since 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 the super bowl is rigged mahomes is the mvp and then we'll get to the score so the score is gonna end up being 31 to 27 Chiefs. it's gonna be a good game uh, Melody said she wants me to, she texted me. She wants me to share this. She goes, uh, it's going to be a three point game. We will win. Uh, uh, but I hope they slobber slaughter the Eagles. And then I asked for the MVP. She goes, Kelsey. Then she goes, Kelsey's mom. So <laughs> there's that. that was, that was who I meant to say until I screwed up. Yeah, it was Kelsey. Um, by the way, anyway. one funny story on the Farzan thing, uh, a couple of years ago when I did the chief zone podcast, I'd run into a couple of people in public that would like listen to my podcast. They're like, Oh, Farzan, I love your podcast. I'm like, I, you love my podcast, but I literally introduced myself at the beginning of every podcast, but neither here nor there. Uh, I just felt how, the need how do you to introduce our... yourself at the beginning of every podcast. What's that? How do you introduce yourself at the beginning of every podcast? By saying, Welcome in. My, this is Farzine Vasugian. Welcome into the Chief Zone. Thanks for downloading, whatever. <laughs> What you need to do is start challenging people to say Vesuvian. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. There are some. I'm not going to do that. There are some culturally challenged people who would struggle with that. So uh, I'm going to make the point that you did not introduce yourself at the beginning of this one, so we could forgive Sam. Correct. Thank you. Oh, I did. Uh, did Okay. Fine. Since Mahomes, since Mahomes, settings. 
Since Mahomes Super Bowl MVP is too bland and vanilla, uh, I, I'll at least add to it with a stat line. Um, I'm going to say Mahomes completes 27 passes out of 39 attempts for 297 passing yards. He'll also run the ball eight additional times for 35 rushing yards. He'll throw two passing touchdowns. And run. There we go. Um, uh, a nice 70% completion percentage. Let's go. He can do uh, that. Let he me can do that. Let me just say something. This, uh, this is a, this is a completion last, percentage for the year is 67%. So this yeah. is the last point I want to make before we get out of here. Like, I don't think Mahomes needs the MVP to like, you know, define yeah. his legacy or anything, but out of like, and listen, there's still people downing on him this right. Like this week, but with everything, with the whole Tyreek Hill conversation and all the stuff, it's like, man, if he can, if he ends up winning two MVP awards in 72 hours, man, I'll tell you what, like those, all those doubters that said, oh, he's going to be nothing without Tyreek Hill. That is going to be the biggest L take of all time. It just will. They'll just say it's Andy Reid at that point. They always find something new. Yeah. They always do. Um, I believe. Aside from my joke about. Go ahead. Sir. Go ahead, Sam. I, I was going to say, uh, I believe Mahomes is uh, close to 300 yards away from um, having the second highest passing yards in a season uh, of all time, including the postseason. Uh, Mahomes this year uh, currently has 5,773. Matthew Stafford last year, I had 6,074. So he's 301 behind Stafford from last year. And uh, the only one I could find recently, at least skimming through it quickly, um, Peyton Manning 2013 threw for almost 6,400 yards, including the postseason. Mahomes won't touch that. But... Uh, Brett, did you – Um, oh, his uh, video just cut out. Brett, did you want to make uh, one final comment before we get out of here? Yeah. Did I come back now? Yeah, you're back. You're back. I see in here. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying to bet on UFC. Um. Uh, no, aside from the joke that I made about the Super Bowl being rigged, it's, uh, I, I think I, I, I agree with, I'm sorry, I forget her name, Melody, uh, Kelsey. I think Kelsey's going to show up. I do too. Massively tomorrow. I mean, I, I've, I've been all over Jarrett McKinnon, but I don't think they have to make Jarrett McKinnon show out just to beat the Eagles. I, just, I don't think we do. So if, if Jerry Kim shows up in it's him, if not, I mean, I, I, Kelsey's going to show up. Listen, we, I think we've got massive weapons. It's with the with the way the Super Bowl ended two years ago and the way the season ended last year against the Bengals, I think there are a lot of guys. Like I think you you can already tell Kelsey's just firing up this guy. You already know he's already got these guys amped up uh, because they want a much better showing to end the season this time around. I just don't see the Chiefs losing this one. Um, hopefully that ages well. Uh, I'm sure it will. All right. Um, we're going to sign off. Uh, a big shout out to everyone. Um, props to uh, Zach and um, Mark. They tried to do their best to make it tonight. They couldn't. Big uh, shout out to Melody. She had to dip out a little early. Sam, Jake, Matt, Brad, I appreciate you guys. Uh, always fun talking to you guys uh, doing uh, podcasts like this, live streams like this. So big thanks to you guys for making time this evening. In 24 hours, I think the uh, third quarter, is, we're going to be in the third quarter. So we'll uh, we'll know a lot of things. Uh, in about 24 hours from now. All right. Big thanks to all of you guys. 
Uh, thanks to everyone watching, listening to this uh, live stream and podcast. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Yeah. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.